Well, hello, Ger. The next few stories are going to be about water in Ireland. And today I'm going to talk about the longest river in Ireland, the River Shannon. If there's one thing we're not short of in Ireland, it's water. Well, that's not surprising, I suppose, given that Ireland is an island and you're never far from the sea. But today I'm going to talk about inland water. Those beautiful green hills and valleys would not shine if they didn't have water. Water has always played an important role in Ireland's mythology of the Celtic Otherworld. Even after St. Patrick brought Christianity to Ireland, stories of old pagan deities remained and told of the spiritual importance of water. There's something hypnotising about a river meandering its way along with the soothing sound of the water trickling over the stones as it steadily makes its way to the sea. Every river has its story. Just imagine, the Shannon began flowing at the end of the last ice age. If only the river could talk, I'm sure it would have many interesting stories to tell us. It's difficult to give the exact age of the River Shannon, but it appears in maps by the Greco-Egyptian Ptolemy, who was an astronomer, mathematician and geographer, and who lived in the second century. Now, that's about 1900 years ago. The River Shannon is the longest river in both the island of Ireland and Britain. It is 360 kilometres long. Now, that's about 224 miles. And if we exclude the lochs, approximately 160 kilometres of the river is fresh water, the rest being salt water. The river begins in the Shannon Pot in Kilka Mountains in County Cavan and passes through 11 different counties. Cavan, Leitrim, Longford, Roscommon, Westmeath, Offaly, Tipperary, Galway, Clare, Limerick and Kerry. It almost appears to draw a line separating the west from the east as it winds its way down to the Shannon estuary in County Limerick and then flows into the Atlantic Ocean. However, there are links with the east. Loch Erne in County Fermanagh in Northern Ireland means you can travel from the north to the south via the Shannon Urn waterway. Loch Allen in County Leitrim and Loch Ree, the second largest lake on the River Shannon, separate County Longford and Westmeath in the east from County Roscommon in the west. The Shannon has less than 35 crossing points between Dowra in the north and Limerick in the south. But the three most important fortified passes which are still maintained are Shannon Bridge, a critical crossing point over the Shannon from the west, Athlone and Banagher. The head of Shannon navigation was in a little village called Drumsna and it comes as something of a surprise to learn that it was there that the famous and prolific English writer Anthony Trollope worked for a number of years as postmaster. He was sent to Ireland in 1841 
and was well received by the Irish. He mentions the happy years he spent there in his autobiography, saying, I soon find them to be good-humoured, clever, hard-working, more intelligent than those of England, economical and hospitable. Now, wasn't that nice of him? He spent almost 20 years in Ireland, and it was there that he began writing his novels about Ireland. His first novel in 1847 was The McDermott's of Ballycloran. Of course, he wrote many other novels when he returned to England. Another famous writer, Charlotte Bronte, is also associated with Banagher. She married Arthur Bell Nichols, an Irish man who had been born into a big family in Kilid in County Antrim. The family were not well off economically, and so Arthur was sent by his parents to Banagher in County Offaly when he was seven to be brought up by his uncle, the Reverend Alan Bell. Reverend Bell was the headmaster of the Royal Free School, which Nichols attended until 1836, when he went to Trinity College, Dublin. After graduating from Trinity in 1844, he became a curate in the Anglican Church. After ordination in 1845, he obtained a post as assistant curate in Hayworth in Yorkshire in England, where he served under the vicar Patrick Bronte, an Irishman from Rathryland in County Down, Northern Ireland. When Patrick moved to England, he changed his name from Bronte to Bronte. Now, some say it was because of his admiration of Admiral Nelson, who was the Duke of Bronte. Patrick Bronte had six children, among them Charlotte. Charlotte Bronte needs no introduction. She was a very talented young writer who had many proposals of marriage. But it was the young assistant curate from Banagher, County Offaly, who won her hand. Charlotte's father was not too enthusiastic about the marriage. However, Charlotte was. The couple were married and went to Banagher on their honeymoon. Charlotte was well received by Arthur's family and she was also delighted with them. However, sadly, Charlotte fell ill less than a year after their marriage. She had been expecting a baby and both she and the baby died. Arthur felt it his duty to stay in Hayworth to look after Charlotte's father until his death six years later. Arthur then returned to Banagher and spent the rest of his life there. Banagher still remembers those famous writers, Charlotte Bronte and Anthony Trollope, and their names can be seen in many places around Banagher. Well, to get back to the River Shannon, in 1846, a new bridge over the Shannon was built at Carrick, and as a result, it became an important trading centre for timber, cement, hardware, and most important, Guinness, which was transported from Dublin. Now, Gin Shanachas, which means the lore of place names, tells us that the Shannon, the great river Shannon, is named after Shannon, the granddaughter of Mananon MacLear, who was a sea god 
in Celtic mythology. Mananan is also said to be a survivor of the famous Tuhadidanan tribe who were defeated by the Milesians from Spain. The Isle of Man is named after Mananan, although there are those who say it's the other way round and that it is he who is named after the Isle of Man. Mananan is also said to be the first ruler of the Isle of Man. The name Shannon means possessor of wisdom, and the river Shannon's name in Irish is Awan Nashanana, which means river of wisdom. The Shannon is said to flow from Conla's well, the well of wisdom in the Celtic other world. According to legend, Shannon went to the well to see Fintan, the salmon of knowledge. The salmon was said to have obtained the gift of wisdom from eating the magic hazelnuts from the nine hazel trees around the well. But when Shannon got into the pool of the water, the water erupted against her and swept her out to sea where she drowned. The water flowed down the mountain, dividing the country into two, and Shannon became the goddess of the River Shannon. The River Shannon is mentioned in one of the folklore stories of St. Patrick, when he went to cross the river at a small ford in what is today County Leitrim. He and his followers were about to cross when a great big black serpent suddenly appeared before him with red flashing eyes and a huge body which was said to be twice the size of a large oak tree. Now St. Patrick had cast out all the serpents from Ireland, but this giant serpent was said to have swum up the river Shannon from the sea. It was thought to be the devil who had taken the form of a serpent to prevent St. Patrick from carrying out his missionary work. The people of the area were terrified of the monster, who was thought to have been responsible for the death of those people who dared to draw near. St. Patrick used the hook of his staff to catch the serpent and then chained it where the Shannon meets at three points, saying that the serpent would remain there until the day of judgment. To follow the route of the Shannon is to follow the history of Ireland. The Vikings, who arrived in the 10th century, soon discovered the river and used it to raid the rich inland monasteries. In the 17th century, during the Irish Confederate Wars, from 1641 to 1653, the Irish retreated behind the Shannon and held out for more than two years against the English parliamentarian forces. And after Cromwell's conquest of Ireland in 1649, he forced Irish landowners to give up their rich lands in the east and sent them across into the west of the Shannon, where the infertile and rocky ground was not suitable for farming. He is remembered for giving them the option to hell or to Connaught. In the Williamite Wars, 1689 to 1691, King James II was defeated by King William of Orange at the Battle of the Boyne. The Irish took the Shannon as their line of defence, but they were defeated after a seven-day siege, during which Athlone Castle suffered extensive damage. There followed yet another siege in Limerick 
with many casualties. The River Shannon was a witness to these terrible events. If we exclude the lochs, the Shannon is a freshwater river for about 45% of its length. The fact that the river is quite shallow in certain areas means only small boats can travel along it, and so the water is clean and unpolluted. It also means that even children can bathe in it in the places where it is shallow. You'll be amazed by the fact that you can sail to Athlone, which is more or less in the centre of Ireland, and even go from there to the Irish Sea by way of the Dublin Canal link. In 1804, the Grand Canal in Dublin was linked to the River Shannon. This was a major development as it allowed for greater movement of goods and commerce. The River Shannon is ideal for bird watching, fishing, sailing, cruising, and swimming. In fact, the leisure trade has become a great success and attracts hundreds of visitors every year. So, Another great idea for a relaxing holiday, sailing up the Shannon.